Oh shit, it's an Andrew and Lucas duo cast. Oh no, somebody stop us! I think you've been too critical of Jim Carrey over the years to use that quote. No. Ooh, okay, I guess... I don't I don't respect Jim Carrey, so I'm allowed to use his lines without deserving so. I guess that's what uh, we're going to start off talking about on episode 107 of the Quarantine Cast, sponsored by Voluntary Viewing, now tied with the number of Voluntary Viewing episodes. Holy fucking shit, this quarantine has lasted way too long. Recorded on August 13th, 2020. And it's gonna last a whole lot longer. Because Trump is literally going to rig the election by gutting the postal service. Like, completely illegally, but he's still going to be able to do it. Because he can do whatever he wants for some reason. And no one can stop him. And they're just removing mail sorting machines from... (laughs) from post offices around the country and they're not telling anyone why they're just literally removing the post office's ability to send mail and they're going to suppress the absolute fuck out of voters because something like 60 percent of democratic voters said that they would vote through the mail so can't vote through the mail if there is no mail. Am I right? Election fraud. Yeah. Undermining democracy. Fucking, fucking great. I was going to take this in a direction of us ranking Jim Carrey movies, but okay, your, your thing is probably more important. I don't want to talk about Jim Carrey. You brought Jim Carrey up. I don't, I don't think that I can, like, adequately critique Jim Carrey through an audio format. I think the, uh, the video is needed so that I can do the same face that Jim Carrey does in all of his videos, or all of his movies, I should say, that uh, is the reason people think he's a good actor. <laughs> oh, he can make that one face that Lele Pons also makes in all of her videos. That means that... <laughs> He's a good performer. Andrew Clark, 2020. Jim Carrey isn't a good actor. People just think he is. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. Is your audio looking okay on your end? You're a little scratchy on my side. Um, It looks all right on my end. Okay. Maybe uh, it's just my headphones. Maybe a, ba- maybe a bad internet connection. I've had some internet problems today. so mm. I'm also in the uh, living room. Jade's using the office right now. Oh. No worries. Um, Yes, Andrew and Lucas duo cast. Ryan out on assignment. Uh, He left his keys in the uh, NBA bubble um, after he broke into it last time. So now he has to break back in to get those out. It's a whole thing. Security is probably going to be tighter now after he, you know, broke in. So he'll have his work cut out for him. We'll see how it goes. He, he has a rousing speech for the Bucks team prepared, if uh, if need be. Stop losing! Giannis is going to leave! <laughs> Guys, don't you see what's at stake here? <laughs> Please! Look at this great Greek of a man! Do it for him! <laughs> He's getting so mad! <laughs> He's headbutting people! 
Yeah, do better than that. It's not a pep talk. It's just desperately pleading. <laughs> Please. So, so the worst kind of pep talk where you just make people feel bad for not doing excellent from the start. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not like an I'm angry. It's I'm so scared. <laughs> There's just a fucking mighty ducks, except except instead of, like, bringing the kids together, the guy is just like, guys, if we don't start winning games, like, I'm not going to be able to get off on just community service. I will go to go actual to prison, jail. Guys. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Please win this game. Please. What a, what a weird fucking setup for a movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this fucking drunk driver you are gets put in charge of a kid's. You are a danger. <laughs> you are a danger to yourself and those around you. Go lead these kids in this very the most contact sport. Man, that is such a white person punishment. <laughs> if I mean, like I know that Emilio Estevez is not like all white but like he was definitely playing a white man in that in that movie and like that's that's the sort of shit where it's like oh you're a troubled youth instead of sending you to prison for 10 years like i would a black person i'm just gonna make you join the army for a year i oh is there Ooh, i'm gonna i'm gonna make you go on a, a fucking vision quest on this private island i did uh, has the U.S. actually done that? I feel like the U.S. has actually done that, where it's like, yeah, in jail, you can get okay, cool. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, God, if well, you're if you're like 18 years old and you get arrested or you're like doing some gang shit, occasionally judges will just be like, I sent like I'm I'm giving you a choice if you sign the papers to like join the army right now, I won't send you to prison, but if you don't, you're going to prison. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, probably would have been even more prevalent back when the draft was a thing. And also when wars happened in quantifiable amounts of time and didn't just, like, become a constant background thing. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Biden and Harris have their, have their work cut out for them. I mean, they got to win first true and even like we're we're banking on like them actually winning like the popular vote and the electoral college neither of which is guaranteed like i think we can all be in agreement that while we're going to vote for biden and harris they're not exactly the perfect candidates i okay <laughs> but, but like so... but like re- regardless we're assuming that they can actually beat trump with the number of votes that they get which is not guaranteed but we're assuming that right now Mm -hmm. that they still might not win because trump is cheating and we all know it and he cheated last time and only one last time because america isn't actually a democracy and (laughs) yeah um the question i want to ask you though is and and you know what? Feel free to dodge this one because it is kind of heavy. What is like the fucking perfect uh, democratic ticket? Because 
I don't want to get into that right now. Like, okay. That's for for one like that's like a lot of thinking that I have to do that I don't want to do <laughs> right now. Um but like of course there isn't a the perfect democratic ticket. There's just better ones. I it I I don't know. That that was mostly inspired by uh Harris's announcement the news that Harris would be the VP uh, on uh, Biden's VP pick yesterday. I it I saw such a split on my Twitter timeline of people saying, hey, everyone, let black and brown people have this. And then also black and brown people being lobbying some of the most potent criticism against Harris. And yeah. like, I don't. I saw a lot of white people being really like, wow, this is such a great moment for the African-American community. And then, like, a lot of African-Americans being like, no, it's not, <laughs> um, is kind of what I saw. Um, like, a, a weird mix of, like, leftist Twitter. And, like, this this is also, like, you know, like, doing some research into news articles that have been written since then. Like, people on the far left, which makes up so much more of the, you know, left ticket than it used to, mm-hmm. being like, this is unacceptable, Harris is basically just a cop. She like prosecuted the shit out of people. Uh, she's part of the problem. She's basically just a Republican, but like the you know the spectrum have sh- has shifted so far right in the last few years that she's viewed as like a leftist candidate. Um, and then also establishment Democrats being like, we don't agree with Biden making this pick. Com- Harris is too far left. We're going to lose the moderate vote. <laughs> So it's, it's like I, I definitely see it as like a damned if you do, damned if you don't, which is why I think that Harris was the wrong pick because she apparently isn't bringing in any of the moderate vote because moderates or center right people view her as a radical leftist and people who are actually radical leftists see her as like a fucking cop. So <laughs> I don't know really who she's bringing over to Biden. But that being said, like, first, you know, woman of color being on the ticket, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, You know, she is definitely popular amongst establishment Democrats for the most part, which Mm -hmm. is why she had a legitimate shot at the beginning of the uh, Democratic primary process. Right. Right. but that being said, like, there are so many other people that would have, one way or another, brought somebody over onto Biden's side. Um, maybe maybe what they were going for is they don't think that Harris is going to lose Biden any votes. That if he would have gone with Elizabeth Warren or, you know, Bernie, not that he was ever going to do Bernie, but, like, someone who was actually, like, farther left, mm-hmm. uh, some of the centrist people would have been like, okay, I can't get down with Biden anymore. And if they would have gone with, like, Amy Klobuchar, then people that were, you know, a little bit more left would have been like, no, like, that's too far right. We're going to drop out and, you know, write in Bernie again. So I don't I don't know if they were just trying to mitigate issues in the future or if they, like, legitimately thought that Harris was going to win them one side or the other. Because... Because what it sounds like is this is who Biden like legitimately wanted on the ticket with him. That mm-hmm. apparently 
like the Democratic uh, Party itself wasn't really on board with it um, because they thought that she was too far left. Um, and that's who you went with anyway. Right. But who knows? I mean, I mm, I think Kamala Harris is a vote getter, though. But I mean, but who, 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 whose vote is she going to get? A lot of the African American community, I, I think, and I know, like under recent events, like her having branded herself as like a super cop for a long time isn't like great as a vote getter. But copaganda still runs deep, and a lot of like suburban parents are still have like a net positive towards like somebody with her background so i think that locks that in further or potentially gets people who are on the fence in that regard um yeah and i mean i know there's definitely the concern about losing the youth vote but like i i think that i don't i don't think there's going to be much of a youth turnout anyway so i guess i guess maybe you're right and and you are right about the uh you know, propaganda shit, but I just wish that we had been able to progress past the point where just saying I'll be tough on crime is, you know, what gets suburban white people to vote for you. Right. Because that's that's where we were for the last 30 years. <laughs> you just say, I'm going to be tough on crime, and then you can very easily back that up when re-election comes along by simply arresting and you know, prosecuting the shit out of people who, you know, commit minor drug offenses. Which are, which are, you know, minorities, let's, let's be honest here. Like, like, like morally, like just the policy itself is wrong, but the way that it's executed is just policing the shit out of minority and poor communities and arresting people there who do drugs, which are, you know, yeah like more prevalent in the open but there's no evidence to suggest that you know black people do drugs more often than white people it's the opposite in fact like white people as a percentage of the white population smoke weed more than black people do that's that is a fact (laughs) that's just a statistical fact uh but they're like prosecuted and arrested and followed so less frequently um, that's how you get the votes, baby. Um, yeah, well, I was, was going to say, yeah, and I guess just my closing thoughts on Kamala Harris are, and again, I'm saying this is a straight white guy, like her record on LGBTQ issue, LGBTQ plus issues is not great at all. And she's done tangible harm to that community. Um, she's a, she's a pre Obama Democrat. Yeah, for the most part. Well, um, I mean, I mean, like, I know, I mean, like, that's where her policies lie, in my point of view. Right. She she would have been liberal in the two thousand four election. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she made it out in California as like a moderate Democrat and gained a lot of following because of it. But yeah, goddamn. I guess. I, I mean, hey, but I mean, like, still, it is so, so much better than Trump. I would rather go back to, you know, John Kerry in, in 2004 than, you know, staying with Trump for four more years, you know. Yeah, um, I get my closing thought on that uh, was that, ironically, Obama 
going into his presidency, both the first and second term, also wasn't great on LGBTQ issues. But then he also put the judges into place who he knew would vote for um, gay marriage being recognized. And yeah, Yeah. Obama's policies definitely developed as his presidency went on. Part of that might just be, you know, the uh, the left community shifting Mm -hmm. their views uh, farther left uh, fairly quickly as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the frustration. Like, it sucks stupendously and even more so for marginalized people that there aren't people who are immediately agreeable to their positions in places of power. But then we are going to get so much farther on working with Biden and Harris on getting some of those much-needed policies enacted to socialized medicine, more protections for marginalized people, universal health care with Biden and Harris than we ever are with Trump and Pence. That's something to remember, I guess. Yeah. My hot, my, my, not even a hot take, my fucking warm milk take. (laughs) My, uh, poured a glass of cold milk before I went to bed, but then forgot to drink it and didn't put it back in the fridge. Uh, went to sleep without, you know, realizing it. Woke up the next morning, milk. So I got... Okay, we probably need to transition to the wacky post-roll because that actually reminds me of, like, a talking point we could go over. Okay. Time dot is... wacky post roll so this morning when i woke up um i really had to fucking pee uh <laughs> like you I, do i yeah but i weighed myself before and after um two pound difference before and after peeing i lost two pounds peeing dude water is dense yeah like i mean just fill up a, a bottle of water with water you know that's you know not that much and that's got some heft to it you know because mm-hmm. how much is a cubic pound of water right but then you said uh, you mentioned the milk thing sparked this in my head like what what do you think is the most weight you could lose peeing and like as a corollary what is like the heaviest thing that humans drink the heaviest thing is it milk I mean, maybe. I, I feel like it's negligible. Okay. Like, I feel like the weight, and I, I have nothing to back this up, but I just feel like the, the weight of, like, even whole fresh milk versus water versus 
beer versus energy drink, I feel like it's negligible with, you know, maybe, you know, percentages of ounces difference. Because at the end of the day, all of those things besides water are like 95% water. (laughs) And water is like 100% water, obviously. (laughs) Actually, it's two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. Yeah, but it's still water. (laughs) Water is water. Water is also, you know, two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. All right. What what else do we have for a post-roll talking point? Um, Time out is... Oh, go for it. uh, I was just going to say... So, this morning, I had to drive to the car dealership because yesterday, Jade's passenger side car window just fell down Mm. into the door the uh like the electric motor that keeps the window up and you know like powers the power windows just just fucking broke oh so it wasn't that the window was stuck it just the motor broke some sort of like band i'm guessing broke uh window just fell down into the door uh no way to get it back up and even if you did pull it up, it would just fall right back down because it's not being held up by anything. So this morning, she had to take it into the car dealer. Uh, they, you know, were going to look at it and then fix it. Um, about an hour ago, <laughs> she got a call from the car dealership. They're like, yep, all done. You know, like, we, we have it taken apart. We just got to replace one thing. Uh, and then we'll put it all back together. You know, just got to get the confirmation that you're going to pay for it. And she's like, yeah, how much is it? 800 bucks eight hundred dollars and she's like i'm not gonna fucking pay that Mm. like i i I will take it somewhere else and pay for it like yeah well we got the thing taken apart right now and we can put it back together for you without the part that'll fix it and your window will still be fucked and we're still going to charge you over two hundred dollars so even if we found somewhere that would do it for a lot cheaper it, it's not going to save us any amount of money because the the inspection cost and the labor cost of taking the door apart and then putting it back together without fix it is still over $200. I, um, and the, the part itself is also very cheap, but the labor cost of replacing the part is $500. Uh, <laughs> This is one of those things where I can't, I I can't offer what would like. I don't fucking know what goes into taking a car door apart or fucking fishing a glass, a, a pane it's, of glass out of out of there. It's but not like, hard. It's it's not hard. I mean, like I'm I'm not going to you know just say give me the part and I'll do it myself because I'll fuck it up <laughs> almost certainly. Like there's a small chance I could do it on my own, but I'd probably fuck it up. Um, but it, it is definitely not hard. I've I've done this kind of stuff with people before. Um, it is definitely not five hundred dollars worth of labor. It it takes twenty minutes max. So, really, what this comes down to, you and Jade are no longer confident that are, are not confident that you'll be able to find a place that would be willing to do this for sub six hundred dollars. I, I am confident that I could find a place that could do it for $600. 
Um, it would take a little bit longer and they'd have to like order the part because they're not a dealer. Uh, my family knows a guy. He could do it for a little bit cheaper. Um, but I can't find, I'm not going to be able to find someone that could do it for, you know, enough money less to make it worth all of that. You know, I could find someone that could do it for, you know, 550, 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. And so like, that would be less than what they're going to charge for it. But you still got the over $200 tacked on from the beginning. And it's going to have to, you know, drive it two hours to get to that place wait for three days for the part to arrive then wait for the guy to be able to fix it then have to go back and get it and jade doesn't have a car for those days like that all together would end up being like the same amount of money plus mm-hmm. extra hassle so the, they got us by the balls and they know <laughs> and it they know which, it which is why they can charge us whatever the fuck they want i, I so, think you guys got to take the l on this one no yeah no we, we already told them fuck you but do it <laughs> So, not happy uh, about that one. You know what? Especially in the middle of a pandemic where I am super weirded out about taking public transportation. Not not having a car? Yeah. Not 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 great sometimes. Yeah. Really glad I don't have to deal with that shit, though. Yep. And I don't know why we thought that they would be able to help us. Like, we assumed because we knew we knew what it was. Mm-hmm. We we knew what it was and we knew the part was fairly cheap, so we assumed that they'd be able to do it for like two hundred bucks, um, because the the original estimated cost was a hundred and thirty, mm. and we thought, ah, oh, well, we're sure they'll find some way to add some extra cost onto that, so we're thinking two hundred ish dollars. Wait, they quoted you at one thirty? Yep, and then motherfuckers, three, and then and then so we said, okay, fine, we'll take it in hundred and thirty. That's fine. Nope. Are they? Is it fucking? Are they charging everybody a hazard pay right now? How does? No, nope, it's just that's just what car dealers do. Like they're fucking vultures. Wait, um, you took it to the dealership to get repaired? Yeah. Hmm. Because because they have the parts. Oh. Okay. If you I take see it, now. if you take it to, well, for one thing, like she bought it from a dealership that's like two hours away. Oh. Okay. Um. But, like, they also, like, we, we called them first, and they weren't willing to help us out. They said, take it to the dealer. Um, so, that's where we took it. And, yep, they quoted us at 130 and came back with, uh, you know, a nice dick in your pizza extra $650. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they could be that far off. I, I well just I mean they they knew I'm sure what they were going to charge us but they you know said it was going to be 130 to get us to bring the car in because if they if they had said it's going to be $800 we wouldn't have brought it in you guys we would have found someone else to do it are you guys ever going to go back to these people for repairs I mean not if we can help it but right. I mean they have the parts and if something's seriously wrong with the car, we're going to have to take it into the people that are going to be able to make it safe to drive. Um, but they did the same kind of thing to us um, like a couple months ago because Jade's sunroof started leaking and she took it in and they said, can you fix it? And they said, yeah, it'd be about $100. Um, 
And then they, you know, looked at it and said, ooh, it's actually like a $1,500 repair. So she said, absolutely not. Right. Like, I I will find a way to fix this on it my own. They said, okay, that'll be $80. And she's like, what? And they said, yeah, no, like the consulting fee is, you know, $80. Um, because he didn't, they didn't have to take it apart. They literally just looked at it for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. came back like she didn't even leave and they said yep that'll be a lot of money she said okay no and they said okay give us some money anyway <laughs> <laughs> what would have happened if she what do you think would have happened if she refused to pay there i mean no, like, i'm not they, giving you 80 bucks you guys didn't do anything um i mean like they had the car <laughs> like they, oh. they, they they had the car they had oh. the keys like if you, if you don't pay for it they, they're not going to give it back to you um that's i mean that's kind of how it works but but this one is a little bit differently even if we like forced our way in there and took the keys from the lockbox that i'm sure they have it in they still have the door in pieces <laughs> that's the thing is they're they're not gonna put it back together until we make a decision one way or another because hey, if we driver. said we weren't gonna pay then they say okay your door is in five pieces you're gonna have a car without a driver's side door we drove it here with a garbage bag in the window. What's a garbage bag over the door? You know, <laughs> we're already in it. Yep. And you folks have been in episode 107 of the quarantine cast. We are through the looking glass tomorrow, and we hope you are going to join us to experience that. Um, Please check out the Act Blue link in the description down below. Make a donation there. Goes to a collection of great causes. But more importantly, have a great day. Do what you can to fight for what is right in the world. But also make sure that you're taking the time you need to take care of yourself while doing that. Thank you and talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye.